0: This is a 98FM podcast.
1: Although the state and the church were both involved, the Taoiseach Enda Kenny stopped short of a full apology today to the women who were forced into Magdalen laundries all over Ireland. And many of them were pregnant and had their babies forcibly removed and put up for adoption while they were kept against their will in what has been described as slave labour. Senator McAleese's report was out today now it was only commissioned in 2011 but uh, it found clear evidence of state involvement in the religious run workhouses in fact 10,000 women who entered the laundries were referred there by the state so tonight I'm asking in your opinion we're talking about the Magdalen laundries and the, and the people who who went through the doors some of them didn't come out some of them never saw their children again who should compensate these women should it be the state or the church who should compensate these women the state or or the church, if you want to talk to me, 1850-22-9898, 98 98. give me a call on that, 1850-22-9898, 98 98, or text me on one. Bobby, how are you? Hi, um,
2: John. Yeah, I, I think the, um, the church uh, should compensate, them, not not the state. Uh, they've, um, they've plenty of money to do it anyway, because um, uh, they don't pay any taxes. I think they should be taxed as well. That's a different issue but um, I think definitely they should um, they should um, pay for it the, uh, the
1: state were involved as well Bobby, about 20, 26% of the women who ended up there were sent in through the state
2: Yeah, sure, and the state should apologise and uh, I've I seen Ender Kenny give kind of a half-baked um, wasn't really an apology at all He
1: stopped short of a full apology, eh? he said yeah. he was sorry for women who spent time there, he was sorry for women who had to be there um, and and bits and pieces, but it wasn't a full apology. No, it wasn't. No,
2: but uh, I I I um I think the sure should be made pay. Um, they made a lot of money out of them women. Um, for seven, I think it was about seventy years, wasn't it? They were, they had them operating.
1: Oh, they operated. Sorry, they operated. I have the year here. They operated from I think it was 19, uh, 1922 to nineteen ninety six.
2: Oh yeah, thirty
1: thirty thousand women were were incarcerated between nineteen twenty two and nineteen ninety six. There was four orders of nuns, and basically, um, you either some women went in of their own accord if they were destitute, um, some mm. people were were sent there maybe if they if they stole something small, and other women were sent there um, either because their family found out they were pregnant or because the church or the state, the police took them there because they were pregnant. So. Uh, but it's believed 30,000 women and, and they worked for free so they, they washed yeah. bed linen they washed shirts all yeah. that kind of stuff
2: yeah they, I, I, I worked for I was in Marlborough House myself and I worked for free as well um, where where were you Bobby? in Marlborough
1: House I was in Marble
2: House and but, but, but I'm saying um, that uh, they made a lot of money out of them so why should I not pay so I think it's. Uh, I think they should be. There. I, I'd be for a secular Ireland. Anyway, church and state separate, and uh, I wouldn't be against those who want religion. It's up to the, up to them. But I'd be for the separation of church and state. And I think they should. The church should pay it because they're the ones.
1: Hearing that, uh, hearing about reports like this today, Bobby, for you especially, do, does it does, it, does yeah. it send a shiver down your spine? What What was yeah. House like? It was, like,
2: something out of the dark ages they had and um, uh, I won't say everybody in my house was brutal, but uh, uh, the ones who weren't... Like, the ones who didn't brutalize anybody's torn the blind eye. So they were all bad, really, because they just stayed silent. Like, there's no whistleblowers in there. No, of course not. And they just turned the blind eye. So the ones who weren't cruel, but... Uh, it's like... It's like um, I know, I met somebody who was in... Um, the one in, in uh, Shamrock McDermott Street, Magdalene Laundries, and she was saying um, some of the girls were treated well, but they were their pets. They had pets in there, you know.
1: The same way as they did years ago in school. How did you, yeah, out, how yeah. did you end up, if you mind me asking, you, or if you don't mind me asking, how did you end up in Marlborough House, Bobby? I don't
2: want to go into that too much, um, okay. uh, John, because... Uh, That's
1: all right. That's
2: okay. Like, I, only met a, I only met a guy recently who was in there. He broke down. I met him in a fish and ship shop just yeah. by
1: accident. Yeah.
2: You know, so, um, I was in there for not going to school.
1: And that was the solution, Litching. was to, was to put you in there? Yeah,
2: from school. The courts did, yeah. But, uh, but uh, I thought that then um, girls were in for a lot longer than that, you know. They went through a lot more than poor
1: girls and then um, Well, I mean, there were, there, uh, according 2,000 babies were illegally flown to America where they were adopted. Well, that's that's I
2: mean, only that's only to America, Bobby. That's only to yeah. I and mean, well, the figure is, is it, people just Google crimes? There's a lot more than that on that, It's uh, um, huge all over the world. And mm. um, yes, yeah, selling babies. They reckon there was six hundred thousand, uh, and in Spain, a few million. Australia, Canada, mm. sorry, Central mm. Australia and Canada, and mm. selling um, people their babies died and selling the children on them, and that they've done a lot of that. Um, but uh, I, I think they should be made pay. Now, I, think the, the, that, the, the, I think the main motive is money. That's that's what it's all about.
1: Well, all I, I I would imagine that if, and I could be wrong here, and maybe, and I am accused of being cynical at times, but I would imagine the government have stopped short of a full apology today because if they give a yeah. full apology, then it is it is saying that there's a there uh, there's some oh, you know that, that that there's a burden of guilt on them and that they have to you have to pay up but yeah, it, so it, he's it, he's it is very late in the day he's out of it then isn't he well yeah it's, it's very it's very late in the day he for a lot like of a these responsibility, women
2: responsibility though then like you should have, you should have been a bit stronger
1: today in you, in your opinion bobby i mean okay so we're, we're saying church and we're saying state were involved yeah. but families also knew that people weren't in london that people weren't in the country that they were actually in these laundries or they were in these homes what what was the feeling at the time of families,
2: yeah. But the the church was so powerful then. I mean, people wouldn't question them, and people were terrified of them. I mean, you seen a normal priest on the street; people would just smile at them, and they just had this power over people. Yeah, it wasn't the type of thing you could. Um,
1: so, if if I'd been taken out of my home, just say for Mitchin or because I was pregnant, and they put me in one of these Magdalen laundries, yeah, was, my yeah, parents
3: wouldn't were. have questioned it. They wouldn't question. It. I mean, even even women
2: in, in the sixties here. Um, getting beaten by the husbands they didn't have any battered wives homes or separate payments on the welfare they just put up with it that's right
1: you, you, you didn't leave your husband you certainly didn't take contraception no. sure, you'd be shouted at from the well, pulpit if you did you know? of
2: course and where would you go where would them women go you know uh, it's great now that they've had They've a lot less power and I reckon it's getting less and less and um, I think they should pay They've got plenty of money to pay anyway. Do you think the church still have money? I was talking to somebody who was over there recently in the Vatican, and he said the wealth was obscene in there. The amount of money they have. Yeah, so they, they don't pay any taxes. They collect money. And they don't pay. Um, the so you, you think
1: you, you think you think the church are more. M- the world. You think the church, Bobby. Finally, you think the church are more responsible than the state, even though the two that they yeah, were involved the, together.
2: Yeah, no, I agree, with you, John. I don't think the state is responsible. as Well, but I think uh, the ultimate responsibility is, is the church. They they carry it out with with the, uh, the, the, the well. Uh, the state was wrong as well. Yeah, of course. All right. So I think they should pay the bull for it. They got away with it before, didn't they? they made it, the state paid the vast majority of the
1: last time, and I wouldn't like to see that happening again. All right, listen, Bobby. Thanks for talking to me. Okay. Make them pay. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Sean. So Thank much. you. See you. Bye bye. 98, 98. Give me a call on that or text me at five three one. This has been a long time coming, but um, Senator McAleese's report into the women who spent time in Magdalen laundries now if 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 you're not aware of what that is from as i said 1922 to 1996 these laundries were run by the nuns um and it's believed 30,000 women were incarcerated so you went in you were taken in against your will um they've claimed that the state most notably the Gardaí knew the nuns behind the laundries were holding these women involuntarily now the women were never paid for their work Um, a lot of them were pregnant going in there they had their children forcibly taken off them and uh, the children were exported as such Um, 2,000 of them alone to the US now the report has come out today and Senator McAleese said yes the state were also involved but Enda Kenny has stopped short of a full apology today so, who should compensate these women now? Now that this report has come out, who do you think should compensate them? The state or the church? If you want to uh, talk to me, 1850 98 98 or text me on one. Just before we go to Derek, um, and how do you feel, how do you think these women are feeling today? Um, Marianne says there's no compensation that can even touch what those poor women went through. The truth exposed in a better way than today and an apology might give the women peace, as Marianne both should pay compensation because the state allowed it to happen for so long and the church for doing it in the first place, As Kem. Derek, you're on 98FM. How are you doing? Yeah, how are you doing?
4: I was just telling the researcher, I've had I a couple of the experiences with, as regard to the mind and the laundries... The first one experience I've ever had was going back around. I worked as a bus conductor.
1: Okay.
4: And I used to walk on the 21 bus route. I used to go up down by Golden Bridge there.
1: Right.
4: And one day, it uh, would have been around the late 80s, and uh, I can remember vividly, an nun on the bus uh, outside the, the church there on Golden Bridge. Yeah. And she sat down, and she was sitting there for like a couple of seconds. All of a sudden, this woman came charging on the back of the bus and full force punched her in the face. <sighs> now, the bus driver stopped the straight away. The guardy were called. Yeah. We had to fill in a report. But when the guard appeared on the scene, the woman said to the guard, I waited 20 years to do that. And apparently, she started shouting abuse at the moment that she mistreated an abuser when she was in the, in the Golden Bridge. Right, right. Now, that was the first time kind of experience I had of that. But at the moment, I actually work in a psychiatric hospital. Okay. Um, and an awful lot of the, 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 the long term patients there were all in the laundries or part of the laundries that had ended up in psychiatric hospitals when their term finished.
1: Well, how how would it be any other way? I'm not I'm not surprised to hear that at all, Derek. I'm not yeah. surprised at all to hear that. And um, was mean, wasn't uh, Golden Bridge? I don't know if it still is, but it was a children's home as well, wasn't
4: it? It was, yeah. Well, it, it was a similar thing. It was, it was it was kind of it's the same uh, as I call it, the same crowd that ran them. You know, I mean, it, it, they, were, they were in cohorts like the the the, the nuns and the random and the guardy and the government. They were all in cohorts.
1: Do you think it's very wrong, Derek, that Enda Kenny? stopped short of a full apology today?
4: Well, it's obviously, if you study it, with uh, uh, them Golden Bridge in the laundries, the held them laundries that they had all over. They used to do the laundry for the prison service, used to the laundry for the fire services, used to the laundry for the hostels.
1: They did it for the so, army they, as well, I think. As far as I the know. Army, yeah,
4: yeah. And it was all these contracts which were for the government. So It was cheap, cheap, like, labour. It was like, it was cheap, cheap, like, it was like mm-hmm. a concentration camp. It was forced labour. Well, they got,
1: they got paid nothing. The, the women in there got paid nothing at all.
4: They got nothing at all, but, but uh, an awful lot of them that were in the magnet laundries uh, I actually read a couple of books on this. Some of them were, were, were born they had no mother or father and they were taken in adopted, maybe at two and three year old. And when they got to a certain age they were sent into in from these children's homes into the laundries. Oh god. So I mean they when they were practically born, they no life at all and, and an awful lot of them died youngish like in their forties and fifties.
1: Well of I course mean, they, they th- Well there was an awful lot of there was an awful lot of physical as well as emotional damage done uh, as well. I mean they, they were they were there was machinery in there, it was horrendous. It would have been like, well, yeah. it was it was I suppose in in a lot of ways it was worse than than Artane. I mean, we heard about the brutality that went on in Artane.
3: Well, um,
4: I can I can even remember even even uh, it's something to do with it, but even slightly veering away from it. I mean, I can remember when I was a kid five or six year old being terrified of uh, the nuns. When I, you know when you, when you do junior infants and all that? Yeah. I'm going back in the sixties now like probably 1960, 61, 62, I used to be terrified. I used to wake up having nightmares with them, with the nuns, the big cats, and I used to terrorise the kids. And if you didn't learn your Irish or you didn't learn your religion, you got slapped around the face. These were kids five and six years old, you know.
1: Well, that's, well, I suppose I... I would have been educated by, by nuns as well, and I was only talking at the office earlier on, and... Because I, I want to ask you as well what Bobby said, so remind me... i to ask that in a second, but I do remember a fear, and I mean, I'm not that old, but I do remember a fear of you know, of the church fear, a fear of nuns, fear of sisters, because they were very different than the rest of us. And I don't know whether that Correct. was, you know, th- because they were kept away from everybody, but they were they were, they were, were a breed apart from everybody else. They were completely different.
4: Yeah, well, see, well, an awful lot of people don't, I don't, don't, don't really came out of the report on that, but an awful lot, of, some, you know, when you get these people in the Magdalene Landes, the ones that, that were really kind of, how would you put it, that told the lion, an awful lot of them were groomed to become nuns themselves. I mean, was, they, they had, like, their favourites and they, they were taken kind of... They got the slightly treatment. They were groomed and they hit 17 or eighty, and they went into nunneries and became nuns. So enough of them nuns that were probably ill-treating children in the 60s, early 60s, late 50s, were or probably originally may, may have been from the origin originally themselves and had been groomed to become nuns and pass on the evilness.
1: Would you, would you agree um, with Bobby as well that... Because I said, you know, okay, they're saying that the state, the state, and the church were both involved. What about society in general, Derek? Why did nobody do anything? Why was it just kind of swept under the carpet? Now, perhaps there were some who got their kids out of there, or got their daughters out of there, but it was was it such a terrible sin to be pregnant and unmarried?
4: Well, it's it was. It was. It was you see, it's I it's, it's can't get my head around it now. Like, like people are educated now. I mean, you had situations where. where, 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 where some of them girls went into the McDonald's laundries, and they became impregnated in the laundries. Now there was male staff probably working in the laundry, delivery men, and such and such a thing, and, and probably even some of the priests were probably impregnated. Some of the some of the girls, some of the girls who didn't go in pregnant but they became pregnant while they were in in a closed place. And then them children were taken off. There was one girl, one woman was, was on one of the channels. He was 106, and six news talking, one a six day yeah. talking. Yeah. And apparently she was saying that she remembered she was impregnated in one of these places, and the child was taken off her. And she didn't, and she. It's only when she got older and went to the legal end that she had no right to take the child off. But these children were sold.
1: Well, they were they were they were taken and they were adopted. Um, they were adopted out of the country, which which is look, it's it's like it's a it's a it's a it's a nearly a triple trauma because a you go in, you're incarcerated, uh-huh. then you, you're pregnant, then you have your child taken off you against your will, and from the child's perspective, who's adopted somewhere, yeah. they find out that they were forcibly removed from a parent. Sure, it's horrendous. It's absolutely well, the, horrendous. The, the
4: sad thing, the sad thing about it is that the the, the government yours your state had tried this on for donkey's years, which meant that most of the people had a, trip a day it is, or whatever you say, I've done these crimes, most of them are dead now.
1: Is that why it's taken so long to get this report? I think that's
4: deliberately, I think that's deliberately, I think that was deliberately worked a kind of, how would you put it, on the hand way, that the government and the church delayed things so that these people would be dead.
1: God, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's an awful yeah. way to look at it, but it... it Really, the, the things that are coming out in Ireland over the last couple of years, Derek, it, it is just, it's, it's, it, it's an horrendous country, really, or what, what went on. It's horrendous.
4: Yeah, but the thing is, I think about it is, they talk about, they're saying that there's no more, like, child abuse and, and say, like, the, the priesthood or, or the nuns, as it would be a normal society. But the fact that they're priests and nuns and, and, and these are so religious artists, they're supposed to be held for They're supposed, to, be for it. They're supposed to, be, to show an example to other people. That's what makes it actually worse. It's like, it's like corrupt politicians. They're supposed to set an example. So, I mean, the fact that they're in a kind of, how do you put it, authority, and people look up to them, and they're, they're doing exactly the things they're telling you that you shouldn't be doing.
1: Well, there you go. Uh, all right, all right. Listen, Derek, and thank you very much. Uh, are you no still problem. Are you still in the psychiatric hospital? You are.
4: Oh, yeah, well, I'm there over twenty years, and it's it's actually sad. I mean, it was only a program on on the television a couple of years ago about the psychiatric hospital for uh, something like twenty five to thirty percent of you know, people in psychiatric hospital originated from from the ill treatment in them homes. You know.
1: Sure, that's oh, what I'm saying. It's yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not surprising. Derek, lovely talking to you. Thanks no a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 1850 22 98 98. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. The report on the Magdalene Laundries and the women who were incarcerated in them in Ireland uh, up until 1996, between 1922 and 1996, was published today. And it says the state was implicit with the church. So the state and church were both involved uh, horrendous, women kept against their will, not paid, it was basically kept in a prison in slave conditions slave labour and some of them had babies and babies were taken off them and against their will and given up for adoption so who should now compensate these women, the state or the church and the Taoiseach and Kenny stopped short of a full apology today, it is is—it is quite incredible but there you go, he did, so who should compensate these women, the state or the church or is it too late? 53981 is the text number, Pauline, hi, you're a 90 <sighs> the fan. how are you? Hello John, how are you? Very good, Mm. thanks. Um,
0: I mean, the scale of this crime, this is a crime that's, in my view, almost as bad as the Holocaust in Germany. It's on that scale, except it was more underhanded. The abuse, the psychological abuse, the terror, that crime is is beyond um, any kind of scale that I can imagine. And the state knew about it. There's no question in my mind that government departments high up in the 1940s, 50s and 60s knew what was going on in these places. They were so odd, and they deferred to the religious orders and to Rome that they were afraid to do anything, but they knew what was going
1: on, Joe. Well, of course they did. Yes, they did, and that came out today. Yes, they did know what was going on. And I would like
0: Kenny to get up off his... You know, he has these kind of great words and, you know, he says he's going to do this and he's going to do that, and at the moment, the state, the church is not doing anything. They're not going to do anything. They get out of the as much as they can. They get out of paying compensation as much as they can. They pay the bare minimal. Now, if the government of Ireland wants to kind of send a, a message to the victims, a, a true message of them, um, you know, being sorry, they should compensate these people. I'd like to see Kenny going further, the Irish government going further. And... Um, Enacting a law to take church loans off them and selling it.
1: Well, what he what he said today was okay. Speaking of the doll, this is about we're talking about the Magdalen um, laundries and the people yeah. who were who were basically uh, put into slave labour and their children, their unborn children when they were born, taken off them and and and, and sent to America for adoption. I'm asking who yeah. should compensate this woman, the ch- ch- state of the church. And Enda Kenny did not give a full apology today. This is what he said. He said he was no. sorry that the stigma of being in the laundries was not removed. He said he was sorry that people lived in the environment and sorry that it took until July 2011 to instigate the committee report. That's
0: that's not good enough. The magnitude of this crime is absolutely beyond belief. Young mothers, simply for being pregnant, were Mm. criminalised with the collusion of the state and carted off to these places. There
1: is, there is the question though, Pauline. Young women years ago who became pregnant, and I know we were all afraid of the church, I know that, but when you um. became pregnant, and I know it is like that still in, in some countries now who, who have a lot of religion in them or are, are afraid of church, if you became pregnant you were thrown out of your family home you were basically sent off to live in London or sent to the country or sent to a an unmarried mother's home so families have an awful lot to answer for as yes. well, not in Absolutely, all cases Absolutely,
0: because the fear of the colour, the fear Fair. of the colour Joan particularly in rural Ireland, was, was absolutely, um, you know, paramount in, in uh, cultures in Ireland. You know, mm-hmm. the, the point is, it's not only women who had babies out of wedlock. It's it, uh, young girls or boys who um, engaged in petty theft, first-time yep. tests, were yep. carted off to these institutions and basically forgotten and brutalised. And that crime is absolutely of a magnitude that, all Kenny's apologies doesn't make up for. I would like to see Kenny doing something concrete. If Kenny's afraid of that person in Rome, that cold-hearted, um, what's his name, Ratzinger, afraid of sending him, you know, Kenny, Kenny, in my mind, is an old woman. He's incapable I, I don't of think, he's I capable don't, of words, I don't, I but he's not he's capable of doing pope. anything concrete on the ground, Joan. So you're this. all
1: right. No, I, I don't think he's afraid of the Pope. I think he's probably afraid of of uh, financially.
0: I'm, I'm not but sure. Why, about if they're, If they're if they're capable of kind of um, putting people in prison for non-payment of minimal fines, why can't they enact a law to take church lands off these? Uh, the hierarchy in this country, when they're doing all they can to avoid, but paying the bare minimal out to um, compensate victims, and they're still in a, they're still in denial by and large.
1: There's well, no they, they seem to be said it's regrettable and all this kind of stuff. Do you agree they're,
0: with? Oh, that? that's a load of
1: nonsense,
0: uh, John. Regrettable. Yeah. All these words and this yeah. high-handedness, but the hierarchy comes out with is absolutely.
1: So unbelievable. it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, so you think he should actually come out and, and take land now at, at this stage? I don't know if there is that much land left, but uh, oh look,
0: Joan, the church, the church in Ireland are rolling in it, and they have they're, they're just as capable of putting um, their finances out of the reach of uh, you know uh, taxes and governments mm-hmm. and as any other kind of business are. They're well capable. They hire lawyers. They hire lawyers. Uh, very expensive lawyers.
3: I've been told. To um, you know, pay the bare minimum.
1: Patricia, you're very welcome. How are you doing?
3: Not too bad. Not too bad. What's your
1: What's your story, Patricia?
3: Uh, well, it's not even my story. It's my late mother's story,
1: to okay. be honest. Okay.
3: And I didn't know much about her life until twenty years after she passed away.
1: Oh wow. Okay.
3: Yeah, and that's the truth. And I knew she was put into. She was put into the Good Shepherds. And I found her family in Waterford, 20 years after she died. And she was the kindest soul that could have ever lived. Never really spoke much about her life. She was put in at the age of nine. Her mother died when she was three. And her and her family, her father was in the Congo. And her and her brothers and sisters were went to live with an aunt. Okay. And they were caught stealing sweets at the age of 10. Oh,
1: God!
3: Stealing, Lord. Yeah, stealing sweets. And the aunt, you know, at the time... Actually, this is what it's all about. The stay and, you know... Now, and everything. The church had complete control... Of everything.
1: So, what happened when they were caught stealing sweets? Did the aunt oh, or, or did they go? Was there a case? What happened?
3: The guards came to the aunt's house okay. and uh, said we they're being charged for stealing sweets. And the aunt didn't know what to say. Mm. I don't know the real truth. I found a lot out 20 years after she passed away. Okay. And they were all put into different homes. Oh, and their sisters were put into the good shepherds. Our brothers were put into boys basically. Stay, care. Right, right. But I remember her telling me, cause she never spoke about it when I was young. And when I came into my twenties, I started asking her, what, what like, ma'am, what happened to you? Like, where's your family? And she wouldn't really talk, and I found out, yeah, she was put into the Good Shepherds.
1: And how long was she there for
3: Patricia? She was there from the age of nine till 16. She was put on a train at the age of 16, put to Dublin, and told, there's a job in the Richmond Hospital, which is gone now, you know, cleaning. You've got a room there, and that was it.
1: I actually heard today, I was listening to somebody saying that the same thing, her mother was put on a train and said, look, up you go to to one of the That's baskets. it.
3: And her sister was put on, uh, somewhere to England and her other sister was put somewhere else and they never met up. They never saw each other after from the Never of saw nine. each other. I met half of our family 20 years later in Waterford. And I have to say, honest to God, Claire, they opened arms to me and my sister and we actually brought our children down to Tramore. you know?
1: And, and was your mother your mother must have been, was she very sad that she'd lost her family? Did she just think that that's what the way, that's the way things were? She didn't really speak
3: I, it came out when she was dying our mind went back we didn't even know where she came from until okay. she was dying, you know? Okay, okay. And the, the mind went back and She gave the address of where she lived in her mind. She thought... uh, The mind was gone, but we got in touch. And we're a family. And they were all scattered to the wind, basically. Put into these institutions. And could they tell you about her life now? Yes, they told me everything. And that's why I rang us up. Yes, they told me everything. And I'm speaking for all them survivors, them women, and for me late mother because she 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 couldn't really tell me much. She used to say they were made to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Right, yeah. They were made to sew rosary beads. Then they were made to clean out the coal yards, collect fire sticks. Yeah. The nuns used to push them into stingers, told them they weren't wanted. Then they had to go to school. And you know what she told me, Claire? Mm. I'll never forget it. When I, you know, when she did open up, she was, she wasn't a bitter woman. You know, her spirit was never broke. She was a kind soul. Yeah. You know? And
1: how how long did she work in the Richmond Hospital for then?
3: Uh, She worked, God love her, for seven years. I met my father. He was a Dublin man. And they met in O'Connell Street. Mm. I remember him telling me the first time he looked, he was attracted to her lovely red hair, you know?
1: Janie Mac. And and did did her life, uh, was there always a sadness in her, Patricia, or or was it, um, well, did did she try to put it behind her, do you think?
3: She never spoke about it really much. She, She was such a kind soul that she never, she wasn't, if it was me, to be honest, I would be a bitter pill to swallow. And that's why I'm standing up for it because I'm angry in her and every woman, child, children that were treated inhumanely. And I do believe an apology is definitely deserved. It definitely should be there. It's not going to heal any hurts or wounds, but it should be acknowledged.
1: What do you feel about what Andrew Kenny said today? I think you probably cut me off when I say this
3: I think because he's known as well where I live mm. Lego man mm, mm, right mm, mm. I think he should be ashamed of himself
1: for what he said for what he said and for what he doesn't do is it it's, is it is a damage limitation do you think because uh, uh, there. Uh, do you think what do you think why do you, why do you think that he stopped short of a full apology Patricia?
3: Because because they don't want to own up, like mm. the Catholic Church. They don't, they don't want to put their hands up and say, You know what, we were wrong. You know what? This shouldn't have happened. And if you looked even at the programs gone back to tenements, mm. look at what the slums you know, look at the government and the it was actually the church had more hold. Over generations, generations, and bet, bet it into them. Mm.
1: You know, um, with your, with your, with your, your, your mum's family, um, Patricia. How do they feel? And, and I mean, they were they were obviously scattered to the wind, as they say. How, oh yeah. How, how do they feel? Was their life as as tough as your mum's was?
3: Oh, big time, big time. And when we met twenty years after our mother passed away um it was really strange, to be honest with you, Claire, because, as I said, we had brought our children down. There was something bringing us to Orford.
1: Okay, okay.
3: And me and my sister got, got off the train, and we had our children. And the taxi man, we had to get two taxis, you know, yeah, because yeah, we had yeah, so many children. Yeah. And I believe in divine intervention, and it happened, because the taxi man turned out. He started chatting to my sister and saying, "Ah, oh, you're from Dublin." She said, "Yeah, but my mother's from Waterford,
1: Blah right, blah. Right.
3: Turned out to be a very good friend of my mother's brother that mm. I never met in my me life.
1: Oh, good lord, that's why. Yes, that's this wild. is true to God. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. This is true. And I was in a taxi with the other children behind her because mm. we had to split them. You know. Yeah. Within two hours of us going into the holiday place and yeah. tomorrow. Mm. My that taxi man they asked me sister is i know your mother I know our brother twenty years after she passed how, away
1: how many brothers and sisters did she have do you know she
3: had three sisters and
1: six brothers I got to help her Patricia, nine years of age it's horrendous yeah. Yeah, horrendous. And never, she
3: died at forty-seven, Claire. Did she? I never smoked or never
1: drank. She she died. She died a forty-seven. Well, yeah. God, good lord. Listen, Patricia. Yeah. Look, I hope that there is some justice, uh, even if it is going to be a bit well, I hope so for
3: mm. all everyone that's yeah. been in in, in institutions yeah. and being abused left, right, and centre. Enough is enough. Absolutely.
1: Patricia, look, you thank, thank you very much for talking to me, and thanks for listening, Looking and good luck
3: to all them women. And you know what? They're survivors. They're not victims. They're survivors.
1: Patricia, lovely talking to you. Thanks for telling me your and story. Yeah. Thanks bye. a lot. Bye, bye-bye. bye. We're talking about the Magdalene laundries, and the women who were institutionalised and who were. Um, Incarcerated there, and what Enda Kenny said today when the report finally came out, I'm asking who should compensate these women, who should look after them, and who, who owes them a, a debt of apology. Is it is it the state or the church? Five two ninety eight one or eighteen fifty twenty two ninety eight ninety eight. Hello, Mary. How are you?
5: Hi. Yes, hi. Yeah. I just say the state and the religious deserve them. They deserve an apology and they deserve compensation for all the hurt and everything that they've been put through. And I know there's a lot of people, a lot of them have died since, but it's an absolute disgrace. And that apology was not genuine from Enda Kenny. Why?
1: And I'm wondering why. And, and maybe maybe it's as obvious as the nose in my face. Is it that he doesn't want, it, it, that the state don't want to take... Um, litigation, that they don't want litigation taken against them? Is it is it is it, is it damage limitation do you think? Oh
5: yeah, definitely yeah they don't want to be held responsible for what they put those people through and it's, it's disgusting to think that all them people have suffered like that and they can still drag it out for them it's wrong, it's morally wrong is and it, I think Well it is morally people,
1: wrong, yeah you're right I
5: think people now should get to behind those people I know I would if I could get behind them and get everything they deserve.
1: Well, it's it's the group Justice for Magdalene um, yeah. who, who were the ones who pushed the government's hand yeah. to get an investigation in 2011. I mean, that's only that's only a year and a half ago. Yeah, well, don't it, don't it should
5: have been done long ago. There's should, a lot of, of them have, go, have gone.
1: What's, and they very, what's very sad as well, as, and we've only touched off this, is that the, the, the children who were forcibly taken from these women as well, there was 2,000 alone yeah. um, were, were flown to the States, babies. Absolutely disgraceful. One one woman I heard saying she walked into the nursery one morning and her baby was gone. He was gone and she said, I never saw him again. Yeah, oh, that's what they were doing. And their names were changed. Once they went inside those gates, their names were changed. Yeah. So it, was, it, was, it, it was quite calculated. It was quite evil.
5: Was horrible. And it's now it's out in the open and I'm delighted and it's great that you're highlighting that. Well, of course, you would, of course. I knew you would. But I, I, I think those people deserve a written apology and they deserve compensation for the stress and the torment that those people have gone through. Patricia's and mother died
1: at 47. Well, that's what I said, but Patricia's mother uh, died at 47. It's disgraceful. It is, it is horrendous. Do you think that... Um, uh, you know, do you think that they will get compensation? What do you think will happen? Well, they should. They deserve it. They give compensation now for minor things,
5: and that's a hell of a big uh, stress on those poor people. It's disgusting to see that woman in floods of tears outside the gate that time on the news, and, and Shatner, fella, uh, flying away from the answer. He wouldn't give an answer about why he didn't give a full apology today on the news yeah. so an absolute disgrace that's what Alan Shatter said was it? well he kind of shied away from the apology a man kept at him about why he didn't give a proper why they didn't apologise properly and he didn't kind of give an answer he was kind of
1: swaying like the government do it is. It's, it's unbelievable, Mary. After I mean, it, it, it just it, it beggars belief. It's sad, and it's it's. I'm delighted you're highlighting
5: it, and stood light. I'm
1: delighted it's got on the on the radio now tonight. All right, Mary. Listen, good talking. Thank to, you okay? very much. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. 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 bye, bye, bye. Um, a couple of messages. Hi, my name's Cheryl. I think it's mad to think nowadays young ones are pregnant at 15 upwards, and the young women years ago when sh- uh, were shunned and punished for something that's classed as normal. Now it's absolutely disgusting. These poor women are scarred for life now um, another one if you weren't educated you were conditioned the church and the state are self-serving uh, they need to be removed apology means accountability and that means the state and the church could be sued the state and church will always cover their arse Steve uh, both enslaved women to the church and the state God love them really hope that they get compensations as Ethel uh, both are disgraceful excuses for people church is a joke and our so-called government is a joke it's about time people stood up to that it makes my blood boil okay quick break
3: You've been listening
5: to a 98FM podcast. Download more at 98FM.com.